How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Those pictures to post, and then I literally just didn't post them. And I was laying in bed last night, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I have to have a post tonight. And I was just scrolling. I was like, holy shit, I never even posted this. So it worked out. So good. So, so good. Because awesome. now my phone, now I'm so deep in prep, my phone is just like update pictures, update pictures, update pictures, Maximus. Update pictures, yeah. update what? pictures, update pictures. Like, you know what I mean? It's, there's nothing there but like me half naked, basically. Okay. On that note, let's start the podcast, huh? Let's do it. Everybody, hello and welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier podcast. As always, I am Jamie Filer, and today I have the honor of being with two of the most handsome men, I believe, in all of the earth, I think. Uh, Professor Professor Park and Brother Jeremiah, Caleb, Caleb Blankenship from Blank Slate Fitness, and it's Body Tech correct? Body shop. Body shop yep. uh, is his in-person gym. Caleb, thank you for joining us. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. This was exciting when you guys asked me. So I got out of the clan just a little bit to get some internet today. So guys, if you're not watching this on video, you are missing everything. Um, Matthew, do you have any questions before we start for Caleb? Well, Brother Jeremiah, he's got his really nice little towel in the corner, Jer- Jenny, you notice that towel and that really unique printer? So it's quite, you know, faith-driven on this on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this, is my, this is my sweat towel. It has to air out and dry. This is one of the most unique podcasts ever on the TRM show, Jamie. Would you say, would you say so, Jamie? Yeah, absolutely. But that's what makes this interesting, right? We're not all business, 10K, hardcore all the time. Yeah. We can't all know, have a, a 20 foot by 20 foot bookcase behind us. Some of us are stuck in a makeshift office at their job so and yet are still epically successful right let's not forget that part um so caleb let's talk about a little bit how you got into the fitness industry in the first place and then Mm -hmm. how you decided online in person the hybrid model was for you yeah i mean so i guess like it kind of all started like when I was in high school, I was in powerlifting. Um, I kind of was always like that fat kid that didn't look like he worked out, but he was strong. Um, and then all my friends were like athletic abs, you know, all that good stuff. And I, I wanted to have abs one day. Um, so after I graduated, my buddy Frank, he got me into like more bodybuilding style training. Um, and I saw my body start to change. Um, and then I kind of just got really hooked on it. Um, I trained, I was like, you know, I was super hardcore back then. I woke up like 4 a.m., was at the gym at 5, you know what I mean, all that stuff. Now that stuff I think about now, I'd rather just die. I'd rather just sleep in, honestly, and I'll go at 7. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I got into that, you know, I could, and then I was like, oh, I have to do a show because, you know, everyone does shows, and I did a show, and I got hooked on it, and then um, people just started asking me questions here and there um, as I got, I guess, deeper into it. You, you, If someone knows a competitor, they think they know, like, everything, um, and it's either like they do know a lot or they literally know nothing. Um, so I was just, I, I tried to be like a sponge, like my coach at the time, I constantly asked questions. I wanted to learn. I wanted to improve. 
um, cause I, I, I enjoyed helping people. Um, and then I finally had someone ask me to train them. I trained them for free. I think probably like my first five to 10 people, I just trained for free. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, at the time I was working probably like 60 to 70 hours a week managing sports bars. Um, and I just, I got real tired of it and I wanted to make the jump. And, uh, my, my now wife, we had just started dating and she talked me into quitting my job and going like full force into training. So that's kind of just how it happened. Wow. So you didn't have a safety net. You'd quit your job. It's not like you were working two part-time jobs. She yeah. said, go after it. You love it. And so what was that like in terms of fear or was there any fear? You're just like, yeah. no, this is what I love to do. And I'm, I know that I'm going to make a career out of it. Yeah. So technically I had a somewhat of a safety net because I, I quit managing and I got a job serving like three nights a week. Okay. Um, and then I actually got in a really bad car wreck in 2014 and almost got killed. Um, so I had a small, I guess, lump sum I, uh, to like help us live a little bit, um, a settlement. Um, and then we actually ended up using the rest of that money to move to Kansas City. Um, and I, I was working. So I got started in fitness in Florida. And then I like basically moved halfway across the country and had to restart. Um, and I was bouncing and bartending um, and also working at a pizza place. And then I finally got my actual certification. And then at that time, we actually did quit both jobs and we had no safety net. And I just went into training full time commission only. Um, and that was terrifying, honestly, because she was like, what was she? She was three months from giving birth to our son. Um, and at that point, she was so sick and like could barely move that like she wasn't really working a lot, but she was a full time student. So she had her plate full as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I remember my first week, I think I worked 60 hours. I made like six bucks. Like, I missed like 10 sales. Yeah. Cause they didn't, they didn't really give you any training. They just were like, all right, there you go. And uh, you know, I was like trying to cold sell people and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and by that time I just started asking other trainers and stuff like that. And I, I just had to keep asking more questions. And then finally um, I got to a point to where I started selling. Uh, and then within three months I was the top salesman. So about the time our son was born, um, I think I hit 10 K there in person training. Um, and it, but it took us three, three to four months of me training to catch up on bills that we couldn't pay. Right. You know, right. and like we were, we were laughing at that the other day because uh, my wife was going through our safe and stuff. She found our first lease from our very first apartment we ever lived in together. And our rent mm -hmm. was like $600. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you remember like back then, like we were like, oh, man, this is rough. And now we literally pay like triple that. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think like how drastic your life can change in like five years together. Started from the bottom. Yeah, literally the, the very bottom. So, Caleb, before we go a little bit more into you and what you're doing now, would you advise someone who is trying, who, who loves and is passionate, enthusiastic about training, but is also carrying a full or part time job? Would you advise them to go all in or would you advise them to keep a job three days a week uh, and do training as well? Um. I think it's hit or miss. I think if you're trying to do only online, keep your job. Um, I never understood when people just want to like quit their job and be a full-time online coach. And it's like, it take, it can take a while to build up. And it's like, it doesn't take a ton when you're first starting, it doesn't take a ton of time out of your day. So it's still easy to work that job. Yeah. But I think if you want to do in-person training, if you're willing to bet on yourself, I, I don't see the issue with it. And that was kind of our thing. That. We just kind of had to bet on ourselves and know that like, 
if it came down to it, I was okay with working 80 hours a week to make the bills. Like that's just what we had to do. Um, so it's like, I mean, it kind of depends on where your head's at. Like, are, are you mentally able to handle working that much and maybe not getting the return? Um, but I tell people that all the time with training because training's a constant, what do I want to say? It's a, you, you can never stop. It's a constant hustle. Like you're never able to just relax. Like yeah. I've had like three times where I've been like, I have enough clients for now. I'm good. And like the next month I'll lose like five. And then I'm freaking out that I should have kept adding people. You know what I mean? It's like, you literally can never stop. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about the evolution. You were one of the top salespeople making 10 K a month doing your training. When did you decide that it was time to branch off and work for yourself, be your own boss, do your own thing? Um, I guess it was kind of decided for me in a way. Um, so I worked at a world gym here for a year and a half and they got bought out by uh, a gym called Genesis. Um, and they've kind of like monopolized the area a little bit. And I came in, I wasn't really a big fan of them. Um, so I put in a 30 day notice and on like, I want to say it was like my last week, my last day was going to be like Sunday. It was a Friday night at like 7 PM. I was training someone and they fired me mid session and like escorted me to my office and escorted me out of the building. Um, and it was literally like the, like the owner of there's like 50 or 60 gyms. I like yeah. literally the, the, the owner of all of them was like, why are you here? And I was like, I'm training clients. He's like, no, you don't. You're fired. And I was like, uh, okay. He's like, you can leave now. And they escorted me. And, uh, which on their end was like smart because I was just going to like delete all my contracts anyway. So my guys could follow me. Cause at yeah. the time we had that discretion, like we had contracts, but as you know, if someone was in a spot and we felt like they were being serious, we would just take away the contract. Um, and I had a lot of people coming up on the end or they were out of their contract and they were just rolling week to week. Okay. So uh, yeah, I was going to delete them and take them with me. Um, so yeah, they fired me. And then uh, at that point we had a scramble. I didn't know what to do. Um, and so we went on our own after that. We had planned, we'd already found another gym to go work out of. It was a small studio, um, but it was like a month premature because they kind of like forced us out. Yeah. Okay. Um, Matthew, at this point, do you have any questions for Caleb? Do you want to chime in? Um, question I have for Caleb actually is, uh, regarding that, that shift from like going from PT to online, was that, was that more of like a year and a half, two years into PT coaching or was it more of like a, a recent shift for you when you joined Tierra? Um, so I would say, God, I started PT in 2017. I would say by 2020, I was like majority online. Um, and at that time I, I was already doing like between me and the girl who worked for me at that time, I think I was doing like 12 K a month in-person training and then probably like 4 K a month online. So, but we had my wife and I, she was also working full time. So we had kind of built our lives to a point to where like the online couldn't sustain us for the time being. Um, so we continued in person. And then as we've gotten progressing and, you know, things have gotten bigger and we opened the gym, um, it's mainly been online within the last year. Um, honestly, yeah. And I think I've been with TR in what, like eight, eight, nine months now, something like that. Seven, um, seven months. Seven months. Seven months. Yeah. And I felt like I was doing the right things, but I wasn't, I was trying, but like not the right way. 
if that makes sense. So like what TRM did for me was like, it gave me a platform to, or not even a platform. It gave me direction. Like I was mm-hmm. so disorganized and like, that's why I have managers. Cause like, I'm not organized whatsoever. So it like gave me a direction to organize my shit. Sorry. Can I cuss on here? I'm sorry. Um, organize my stuff. And then I just don't cuss. I'm sorry. Okay. And then um, how to deal with things properly, how to schedule my time, um, how to better go about social media, um, how to better go about contacting potential uh, clients or people who contact you and like getting back to them and scheduling and things like that. So it really was a massive help. It sounds like it helped you go from working harder to working smarter. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Now I would say like the first two weeks of TRM were really hard for me because I was like transitioning all of my things. Yeah. Um, once I got that done, it's like my check-in process is so easy now. Like I can get it done within a couple hours. Um, and it's really nice. And my online, my onboarding, like if I'm in a consult with someone, um, I send their invoice. I have them pay their invoice while they're on the thing on the console. And while they're paying their invoice, I'm able to give them their onboarding documents and I'm done within like two to four minutes. I mean, it's really simple. I love it. I love it. Matthew was, did you have anything else? Well, he hit his first 10 K month. I believe it was last month. Yeah. Last month. Yeah. Like right. I think it was like 10 two or something like that. Love it. Love it. So you mentioned um, you were growing and so you got your own place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if if COVID showed us anything, it's that, you know, essentially a brick and mortar can be closed down at any time. Right. Whether it's yeah. the apocalypse and uh, a pandemic, whatever. What made you still want to go after owning your own brick and mortar? Um, well, so like with training, I didn't at the time I wanted to do online coaching fully, but I didn't know. I have to have a safety net and I'm not okay with just like scraping by and barely making my bills. I want to go to dinner. I want to go to breakfast. That's my favorite. I want to make enough money one day that I can go to breakfast every day of the week. That's like, that's like my goal in life. And so I needed multiple avenues of revenue. Um, and honestly, if I was, I like, you still hear me? Sorry. I cut out. Um, but Let's go back to our earlier conversation. I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. when I'm 40. I can't stand it. I'm prepping right now. I've woken up before 6 a.m. every day this week, and I, I'm annoyed with it. So it's like, how am I going to make money <laughs> while I'm vacationing or while I'm doing this? Because as you know, like with in-person training, if you're not there, you're not making money. Yeah. Um, so that was always kind of the goal was to venture out one day and get our own place. Um, and then we kind of just fell into it. Honestly, we weren't trying that hard. Um, it kind of just fell into our lap and that's when we kind of just ran with it. Cause we're very much like, uh, the universe will provide or like, you know, God will give you what you need or whatever it may be. So, um, it fell into our laps. We don't have to force anything. So we felt like it was just time. That's amazing. Caleb. Um, I just want to pause for a second. Tanny left a comment. I don't know whether you guys can see it on your end or not, but it says you're amazing. Caleb, your determination and your heart brings so much to our TRM family. Well, well I love Tanny. Thank you. Um, okay. So now we've got the fact that you own your own, uh, in person, it's thriving. Mm-hmm. You're helping other trainers do essentially what you did and make, you know, I ideally 10 K per month yeah. through your business, uh, which is to me, that speaks to your, your giving back, right? It's not just about you being able to, but let's make sure that your trainers are also able to go for breakfast every day. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, 
And now let's talk. So let's talk about your team. How do you choose who to add to um, Body Shop and Blank Slate? Um, so it's everyone, everyone has to apply an interview. Um, but typically, it, now not everyone, but we liked when current members apply. That's, that's a good sign for us because they're already kind of bought into the atmosphere. They're bought into like what our vision is. Yeah. Um, and when we, when we interview trainers or whatever it may be, we try to diversify and not have like, like, I don't want a team of just bodybuilding coaches. I don't want a team of just powerlifting coaches. Like, you know, our manager, um, she's great. And, you know, she really struggles with like her view sometimes because she feels like she doesn't fit in when really like she does because, you know, she has a great story. She's lost over a hundred pounds and she brings in clients that like would never in a million years hire me because I'm intimidating to them. You know, and my, my wife works with people who they're literally straight beginners. Like if you are not a beginner, like she doesn't want you. Um, okay. Cause that's like her thing. And, you know, like, and I kind of have a wide variety of what I do. Um, yeah. So we want to make sure that you can bring something to the table, but also that you're willing to work and see the vision of the gym. And you have to be bought into like the family aspect because that's our big thing here is like when you sign up at the gym, it's it's not welcome to the gym. It's welcome to the family. So it's like do you buy into that and, and are you down to like, you know, work hard, you know, put your clients first, but like also talk to members, be be approachable. You know, these are all big things that we look for. Now, I love that you just mentioned family because that was going to be one of my next questions. You employ both your wife and your sister, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is that dynamic like uh, once, you know, inside the gym and outside the gym? Um, it's hard sometimes. Um, it's weird because like me and my sister are only five years apart. So, and my wife, like she's looked the exact same since we met when she was 17 and I was like 21 or 22, I think. Um, and so like people will think me and me and my sister are married and Tatiana just works here. And then it's like, no, it's like, oh, that's my wife. Oh God, I thought you were like 15. And it's like, no, she really does not look that young. Um, but it's good because we're able to, when we're not here, we know the gym is going to be taken care of the way we want and what our wishes are. Um, but sometimes like they go at it, like they, they kind of went at it like yesterday and then, you know, I'm like, hey, like, that was probably kind of harsh. You, sh you should apologize or. Well, because, yeah, their, their dynamic is sisters-in-law, correct? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, mean, we, we actually, yeah. I would say we have a weird dynamic overall because me and my sister are actually a lot more friends than we are siblings. Like, we were roommates for, like, three years. Um, and, and then we've been together. My wife and I have been together for seven years. So, like, they've been real tight. Um, and we hang out a lot outside of work, like, during the weekend. Uh, we're probably together most of the day on Saturdays, maybe like Sundays to watch football. So we're around each other a lot. So it's more like a big friendship. Um, yeah. But when it comes to work, we have to set those boundaries. And it's like, hey, I'm talking to you as a boss right now, like not as a family member or, um, you know, I, I still train her. So she's like, hey, I need to talk to you as like a coach, a coach client right now and not right. like as a boss. Um, mm -hmm. So we try to set those standards before we go into uh, talking. Um, and we, we try to do our best to set times to have meetings. So we're not talking about work, like on a Saturday when we're at the pool, or right. whatever yeah. it may be. And now it's, it's always going to get ran into. Um, we just try to do our best to like, not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And what, and what about, um, working with your wife? Does that, uh, I mean, I know at least from being married and working with my wife part-time, I don't get sick of her. I relish the opportunity. Like I wish that mm -hmm. I could 
employ her five days a week. Um, are, is that a similar dynamic or do you have, do you just not spend a lot of time together when you're in the gym? No. So people are like disgusted by us because like Matt knows, like me and my wife will spend every moment together that we can possibly get. Yeah, like okay. we are obsessed right. with each other. That. Like yep. we've been together seven years and you think that we've been together like seven weeks. You right. know what I mean? Like we're always hand holding, kissing, hugging. Like we're very lovey dovey. And I, I feel like that's how a relationship should be. Um, but so, but like while we're here, we're not really together that much because I'll be with the client. She'll be with the client. Um, but now that our son is in school, it's really nice to have her because she is very much the, um, analytical back office organization person. And honestly, I just, that's just not my thing. I want to run the gym. I want to work. I want to buy equipment. I want to talk to members. Like that's my thing. So Mm -hmm. where I slack, she really picks up. Um, and the more stuff we're like, I don't say she slacks, but like, she's just like, you know, when I started buying equipment and I was like, Oh my God, I got, I got this piece for a thousand dollars. Like I got, I stole it from this guy. She's like, you paid a thousand dollars for that. I was like, yeah, but I could turn around tomorrow and sell it for three. Like, yeah. so it's like the equipment's my thing. So it's like, I don't want to say she struggles there, but it's just like, she just doesn't care about it as much as I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. it's nice to have that, that mix because the things that like I slack on, she like really takes charge on. For sure. For sure. Matthew, any questions? Um, it's more of a reinforce, I guess, kind of to reinforce a couple of things here for you, Caleb, is when I first, when I first actually met you back in December, it was January of this year. It's kind of cool seeing your evolution because you mentioned, you know, you're kind of scattered and or, you know, overwhelmed when you first came in TRM. And to see what's happened in seven months for you, not only from online, but also overall in your business, like, dude, your gym has been, you know, changed gyms, new gym. You're opening a second gym, I believe, next year, a bigger another gym. In, in yeah, town. we're not trying to open one next year, yeah. Like, you've had, the growth you've seen was kind of as cool because you kind of came in, you're like, how is everything going to work in this business of yours? But seeing the evolution of you from, like, disorganized, disorganized to almost, like, organized, structured, systemized, clear mm-hmm. growth um, is quite substantial. So if you want to talk more about that for a second there, Kelly, you don't mind sharing more about that, the journey of January till now? Yeah, no. So like you're right. I was very, uh, very unorganized. You know, the gym was very much in like its infancy state because what is it? We're in 2022. So we had been open. Oh, man, like a year, I think, barely or right out of year. Um, so at, at that point, the gym, the gym was growing at a pace to where every something changed every week. We couldn't keep up. And things that we did six months ago, we could no longer do because they just weren't feasible or they didn't work right because we were too busy. Um, so I think when we met, it was there was like a lot of change. Um, my coaching was doing well um, or, or good enough, but it wasn't like where I wanted it to be. And I was just kind of I have troubles focusing on or multitasking. Uh, usually when I get on one thing, I have to I have to hone in on that. And that's it. And then all everything else will kind of fall behind. Um, so what I really had to do was like, and we had our meetings was, okay, this day and this day, let's work on this. And this day and this day, let's work on this. And this day, let's work on this. Um, and I really had to break out my scheduler and plan these times because, um, it it just wasn't happening. And then, and then I had to be true to myself. And I think we've all done this before if we've trained clients in person and I had to start being like a real hard ass and they're like, I can't make it today. I want to come tomorrow. And normally I'd be like, all right, cool. And now I'm like, no, I, I'm not working tomorrow. Like, I don't work Fridays. Fridays are reserved for my family. Like, I'm not coming in. You know, and now it's like, if it's, 
you know, we, we work out on Friday, so I have to hit like one 30 minute session or something before that. I don't mind it. Um, but it's about staying true to my schedule and not overwhelming myself by letting other people dictate my schedule that I think has like really helped the most. And one more thing, Caleb, and not cleaning the gym either. And not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still clean from time to time. Like I am, um, that is one thing I implemented is that, you know, I talked to my manager and I was like, Hey, at least one time a week, like we need to be doing something not as much as like, cause it needs to be done, but because we need to leave from the front and, yeah. and show like how to do things and not just tell how to do things. Um, but we actually just hired a front desk shift lead too. So now we are literally staffed all day, Monday through Friday. Um, so that'll really help out too with getting things done. Uh, and that will free up my schedule even more because um, probably like the last month before school started, man, I was like a chicken with my head cut off because I'm back here in my office trying to do something and I'm, I'm going up front every 15 minutes. And next thing I know, it's like Wednesday and I have nothing done for the week. You know what I mean? Besides check-ins. So, guys, as we wind down, Caleb, there are three main, I guess, pieces of advice or, or, or big shining lights that I got. Number one was work harder, work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Get away from that grind, 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 80-hour-a-week mentality. Number two is who, not how. Uh, you know your, you are a guy who is very self-aware. You know where your strengths are. You know where your weaknesses are. And Instead of like trying to be really good at your weaknesses, you've just employed people who have what you need and it's yeah. made your life and your business so much easier. Yeah. I don't uh, even try anymore. I'm just like, I need you to do this. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's working and it's thriving because that's where their wheelhouse is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one is your boundaries have improved considerably with your time and your energy. And again, it's made you a better businessman, a better father, a better husband, a better brother. Um, is there anything else you would like to add to that before we kind of um, wrap this up? No, I, I think two important things are it's like setting boundaries is a really big growth phase because like we we do so much that we need to respect our family's time. Uh, and back in the day, like I it would I would want to rip my face off if I saw a text message come in and I didn't answer it. And sometimes that takes like leaving your phone at home. Like sometimes yeah. like especially on my wife's birthday, my anniversary, I don't even have my phone on me. Like I will literally leave it. Like even if we're on vacation, I will leave it in the in the room. Um, and I think with the whole work smarter, not harder, I, I love that. But at the same time, I think some people like when they do that, they're still afraid to work hard because they feel like they're going to do something wrong. So sometimes like you just don't have a choice but to like dig in and get it done. You know what I mean? So it's like I you should always work smarter, not harder. But like sometimes like. It doesn't matter where you're at. You still got to just get down and get it done. And with that, everyone listening, Matthew, do you have any anything else to add? That was awesome. Yeah, that was a brilliant way to close. Caleb Blankenship, where can people find you online? Yeah, so on Instagram, I am uh, blankslatefitness underscore 91. Um, that's really where, where I do all my stuff. Um, if you're interested in coaching or anything like that, you can find a link in my bio. Um, or just start a conversation. I like to talk to people. Um, my buddy Marcus and I will be starting a podcast. I want to say next week. Um, I just got signed up on everything. We're going to be, it's going to be called food fitness family. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. So we're going to be going over all things just important to us, food, fitness, and family, uh, how to balance the three, how to, 
you know, succeed in all fields and how to be better. So love it. Love it, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Whatever platform you're listening on, please make sure you like rate and subscribe us helps bump us up in the algorithm. Um, and until next time, keep kicking butt and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money making, business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.